We gotta figure that out. Yeah. But bro, it's been it's been a while. It's been a minute, bro. But we back in action. We back. Yeah. Like, bro. Like, what's the last time? Last thing we did. Dang. Like the last time we posted it was probably like a year ago. Over. A year, Over. Probably. Like like a uh, fourteen months. Something I want to like say. That. It's been a long time. So look it up, bro. Okay, your phone real see. quick. Let me see real quick. I ain't logged into this YouTube studio app in a minute. No, I'm like on Instagram. Oh, well, go ahead. Yeah, look at yeah, uh, look at YouTube, too. Is it going to pop up? Uh, it was, uh, it was, uh, let me see. It's, <laughs> it was a Black in America vid. Oh, it was, wasn't it? Yeah. It was. I remember that. That was like a, um. Was it, that was like a poetry spoken word thing. That was right? spoken word. I feel like we did like two of those. Yeah, we, we did one earlier. Yeah, that Black in America vid went crazy though. Yeah, hey, I, I like lie. that. But I remember Mark had shared it with his friend, and he had shared it on Twitch or whatever. Yeah. And then it had like like fifteen hundred views. views. But like it doesn't. It didn't show up. They they like disappeared. Yeah, I don't know why. Were they bots? That's what I'm saying, bro. Mark, Mark lied. He bought us some views. <laughs> bro, bought us views. He bought us views. But yeah, it was a Black in America vid. Oh, okay. Then we had to post on Instagram in a minute. But it's all it's good, bro. Took some time off. You know, bro. And you, bro, you haven't posted music. I haven't. I've been like, kind of slacking. What's up with that, bro? I've just been existing. <laughs> <laughs> I was talking to someone else the other day about it. I just feel like I've been existing, bro. I ain't been doing nothing. <laughs> I wake up, work out, go to work, and do the same <laughs> thing over again. Like, <laughs> but that's, dang, that's crazy. Cause I low key feel the same way. Like, I really haven't been doing much. I know, and I th- it feels weird. Cause you, from like, being so productive, and like knowing what that feels like, right? And then all of a sudden, you kind of not like a regular person, but it's just like I you're just kind of here. Yeah. I know. You're not walking in purpose. If I that know. makes sense, right? Yeah, I feel like for like the past year, probably I felt like that. To be honest, like just what, just existing, just existing, bro. Like, not, like nothing new happening, nothing ah. exciting. I feel like when I was really walking in purpose heavy, every day it felt like like a new mission, like something different happening every day, something exciting happening every day. But like, I don't know. When I started, like, I don't know, like stepping out of that. Um, that routine, I guess. I don't know. It just felt like I was just doing nothing. Bro, it's, it's so weird. Like, because you kind of judge people from the outside when you see them. Like, bro, y'all ain't doing nothing. I know. Then you find yourself in that same position. And now you're here. Uh, uh, I'm doing nothing. <laughs> no, it's insane. But, that, bro, that's actually a good point, bro. Like, just existing. Yeah. Like, what, like how did that happen, though? You know what I mean? Like, where, what happened what break or like disconnect where you just kind of like fell off of that path you know what i mean like what was it i don't know i sat down the other day and i was trying to think about it i honestly have no idea what caused me to like where the start was i feel like it was a gradual thing it wasn't just like a bam like right it was gradual but i don't know what started that sort of like snowball effect i Mm. really don't know yeah sort of happened yeah because i think it for me it was I want to say, I, like, the end of senior, no, middle of senior year, mm-hmm. like you said, it was gradual. Like, 
from being on my word, praying yeah. every day, staying consistent, what it's really all about, right? If it's a relationship, yeah. right? You want to stay like in proper alignment with God. Right. That takes effort every day exactly. on all ends. And so I think gradually it was just, you know, a few days here and there, then a week, yep. a few more days, another week. Oh, then two weeks gone by. Haven't been to church, haven't been to my word, and you just kind of like get caught up I know. in everything else. Oh, I know. I think one major thing that contributed to it was it was gradual, very slow at first. But then when like Corona hit and we were in church for so Max. long, it made it so much easier for it to become gradual and move to something that was like just that just like fell off. No, that. exactly, bro. Not that's being what, in that building. Like, yeah. That's um, what I say, like, because middle of senior year, that's like the end of 2019 going yeah. into 2020. It's when it really all happened. Yeah. And then, like you said, COVID hits, everything shuts down. Then you're not in a building, you're not in that community. Yeah. That kind of like holds you accountable right. to all that and brings you back to God and exactly. his presence, like consistently, yeah. like on a week to week basis. And then like everything's online, but I mean you can you know what I mean you can usually <laughs> tune in like that. <laughs> you can easily be like, yeah, I watched it the other right. day on everything you didn't watch it. <laughs> That's crazy. But like for me, it was um during that time, it was like I think we talked about it before, but a big contributor to it of me falling away was the fact that I was, like, running from the very thing I should be running to. Mm, yeah, we did talk about that. Right. So, like, I was in this, you know, kind of, like, fell into the sin cycle mm. of making the mistakes and going back to right. the very thing God delivered me from. Exactly. And so I felt like I wasn't worthy enough to come back to him or walk in purpose. And that, like leads me into like a point I was trying to make. Um, you asked me to get some things to like what I learned this past year. Right. I wrote down that God loves me. That's something I learned or something I need to learn. Because I don't know, I feel like that's something we hear over and over again. Like if someone asks you right now, do you know God loves you? You're going to say, yeah, but why don't you live like God loves you? Because mm. I feel like right now I'm not living like God loves me because it's like when I make a mistake, I run away from God. But it's like, if I knew he loved me, I would go to, you know what I mean? You would run like, to him. Exactly. It's very much like a earthly relationship with a father and son. Like, if I go out and murder someone right now. Right. That's a lot of example. That's a lot of example. But if I went out and murder someone right now, my dad is still my dad. He's still going to be there for me. Right. Just like God. I feel like we don't realize that. That's honey, bro. And I, that's the biggest lesson I had to learn. Because I was so stuck. And like shame yep. and condemnation, I and I think going just piggybacking off of that, something I just kind of had to reinstill in my mindset and perspective is that God cast out your sin. Like the Bible says that He throws it as far as the east, east. is from the west, yep. and so the issue isn't is if like God forgave you, it's. Why haven't you forgiven yourself? Exactly. That's what it comes down to. Because God forgives you. Right. So we have to have faith in that, right? Even when it's tough to believe it, yeah. right? Because his love, it's, it's incomprehensible. It's, really? it's, it's bigger than 
what we're accustomed to, what we think about, because our love is conditional. It's sort of like when we grow closer to God, we have to divorce everything that we've learned through the years. Because what we learn in in the world is totally opposite of what God is. Yeah. Like, God isn't going to make sense if you're going about it a particular way, like, mm-hmm. you know, with the mindset that you've been brought up with. So sort of like you have to divorce these certain ideas that you have, which is a difficult process to do that I've, I've learned personally. It's pretty hard to do that, to be honest. It's some, you have to be very deliberate about it. Yeah, because you, you have to basically unlearn and relearn when yeah. you step into the kingdom. Yeah. What do teachers always tell you? It's like it's not about... The hardest part isn't learning something new, but forgetting what you've always already learned. Right. You know so what I mean? Coming to God, we have to forget what we've known as love, right? As peace, yep. as comfort, all these different things. Because when we step into his word and his kingdom, it all changes. Really? Whatever he says it is, yep. then it is what it is. So we can't let culture define what it didn't create. Mm. At the end of the day, we oh, got to take fire. God's word for it and that's make it our fire. perspective. <laughs> we we got to take his word for it and make it our reality, right. simply. So, no, yeah, like that whole, that, I like that, like, not, I haven't been living like God, God loves, loves me, which is such like a simple concept. Really? But I think... And I was watching something. It was Matthew Stevenson. He was talking about love. Mm. The title of it was The Incomprehensible Love of God. And he was saying, like, there are so many Christians that go to their grave not truly believing that God loves them. Mm. Which is one of, like, the easiest and hardiest, hardest things to, like, comprehend about him really because like yo like why would he love me yeah a sinner exactly that continues to sin right day in day out and still showing up mm. it's insane it really is like i said getting back to what we said it's just divorcing what we learn god's love ain't like our love yeah <laughs> no and we have to understand like god loves us Period. Period. There is no commas, if, ands, buts. That's the end of the sentence. That's the, that's the end. God loves us. Period. God loves us. Period. Not because. We need, we need to put that on a shirt. <laughs> that's hard. God loves us. Period. Like, yeah. that's, that's the end of the sentence. He doesn't love us because. He doesn't love us mm. if. He mm. doesn't love us when. Mm. He loves us. Facts. <laughs> it's, that, it's that simple. That simple. And we... It's so crazy how we like convolute that, make it so complicated. And people we, coming to the gospel I don't know. understand the basic foundation is that when we were sinners, Christ loved, loved us. us. Romans five eight, like, and as simple as that, we try to overcomplicate <laughs> things. Like it's it's not that complicated. It's crazy, bro. No, I'm glad I'm glad you brought that up because that was um, one of the things I wanted to talk about too. It's basically. That whole part of making sure that even in my faults and my mistakes mm-hmm. and sin cycles I may fall into, that God is still there for me. Exactly. And I don't have to be in fear or like this shame. Right. Like why there there was something else that I had written down in my notes and it was like, Why are you oh, talking about shame right. and condemnation? And basically it was why are you buried in 
something God already died for. Mm. We find ourselves like mm. wrapped up yeah. and just burdened and weighed down by all the shame of our past actions or even what we did yesterday. Mm. When God already died for that, right? He bore the shame, the iniquities That's of good. the world. That's good. So we can walk in freedom and walk into his grace and go boldly before the throne. Mm. Like, mm, that's good. Why are we buried in something that he was already buried for? Mm. Ah, that's it. It rose from. Hey. Like, like, come on. Hey. <laughs> that's it right there. That's the one. That's good. Yeah, bro. No, that's fire, bro. I'm glad you brought that up. Let what me up, see. What else did you have written down? Uh, so, another thing, it was basically, I think this past year, especially adjusting to college and basically a new environment, a new stage of life, uh, really surrounded by like a lot of independence, a lot of thinking for self, right. being a young adult, essentially, and basically leaving the, the safety net or comfort of home right. and parents, family, and things of that nature. One thing I had to realize and really the first thing God told me the first week of college, which was very clear, was do not compromise. Mm. Right? right? So now stepping into this space where I'm more vulnerable to the things of the world, culture, exactly. and being bombarded with different options, with different pathways, with yeah. different ways to go and take my life. I have to stand firm right. in what God has already told me to do and who he says I am. Right. And so... Not changing or compromise, compromising who I am to, I don't know, like fit the status quo right. or the norm. I think that's really good, too, especially for people I feel like are going to be listening to this. A lot of them are, a lot of my friends are going to college mm -hmm. soon, so I feel like that's really good. It's definitely a different transition from everything that you're used to. Right, and like, you have, like... You've always had freedom in a way to do what you want, yeah. but now it's without limitation. Exactly, it's, you, you're really on. You're your on own. your own yeah. terms. You leave when you want. You do yeah. what you want to do. Come back when you want to. Exactly. Like, yeah. And so I thought that was a big one. And then let me see. Da, 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 you took my iPad, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and so. Basically, just not adjusting and changing who you are. So, what I put down. Uh, oh, yeah. So, the biggest lesson was never compromising who you are. Become a version of yourself that they want to see. Mm. So, Pastor Josh, yeah, That's posted good. something on Facebook or Instagram, and it was fire. But it basically said, um, never again will I allow... Yo. You good? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this audio is messing me up. <laughs> I know, it really is. Hey, y'all watch. It's echoing bad right now. It's been echoing the whole time. It's like a um, So it was never allow public opinion to paralyze your pursuit of purpose. Mm. Because. That's a lot of peace. On me? <laughs> I, get why, I get why you was messed up trying to say it. <laughs> that's good. But no, it's. Yeah, I thought that was really good just because at the end of the day, you got to be. 
you have to get to the point where you're completely comfortable with who you are, right. what God's called you to be, mm-hmm. and what He's called you to do, right. and never allowing any preference of those around you, their opinion, what they have to say, basically deter you from the path that God has you on. That's good. Like, because it's so easy to, you know don't, what I mean? Don't like, put their preference over your purpose. That's good. Period. Period. Don't put preference over purpose. Cause it's never, it's never gonna lead you to where you want to go. Really? Like you, oh, your purpose is always going to contradict their preference. Mm. Always, God's calling you to this. They're gonna be like, you doing too much. Yep. What it's do all, you What do you mean you gonna do that? There's always now, you, some. You're not. Something. You're not called to that. That right. ain't. I don't think that's what you meant to do. It's always what the world wants from you. And what God is calling you to will always be diametrically opposed. Yeah. They'll always contradict each other. So you got to choose the world or your purpose. It's simple. Really? So you got to be like to the point where you're immune to judgment. Right. Which is tough. Like, I'm not going to lie. Like, it's not an easy thing to yeah. do to get comfortable with you. But honestly, I feel like I'm not 100% immune to um, like what people got to say and people's comments. But I feel like... When we started our YouTube channel yeah. and when I started making music, that was something that I had to develop was sort of like a thick skin to like people's comments and what they had to say. And I got to a point, and I feel like I still am now, where I somewhat just didn't care what anyone said. And that feels so like... It's like it's a, freeing. I know. It's freeing. When you don't care what anyone has to say, what anyone... Because it's, it's a weight, bro, like you really? said. That's why you feel so free. Because really? you feel like you're obligated tied down yeah. or chained to what they want exactly because you're always in fear of oh man I, what they gonna say if i post this yeah like what is this gonna look like exactly. does this look all right <laughs> so you're like overthinking over criticizing your work something that's already great yeah what like, inherently because you're worried about oh how they gonna receive this yeah, bro. how they gonna accept that once once i really let go of that Life got a lot easier. Like, really. Facts, bro. Like, for real. Like, I think right now, I'm in that process of really becoming truly comfortable with myself, right? It's right. easy to say it. Yeah. It's so easy to say it. Really? But walking that out, it, it, it takes some hard work. It takes it some really, really like, finding yourself, some time to yourself, and ultimately time with God yeah. to be like, yo, like, reveal, reveal it to me. You know what I mean? Show me more of myself, of what you want me to be. Yeah. Because um, I think that's what it is. Because when you know who you are, you don't need anyone else to tell you. Exactly. Because mm. when you know who you are, you don't need anyone else to define it for you. Exactly. So that's what a lot of people are looking for is definition. Yeah. yeah. Just in all the, all the wrong places. All the wrong places. That's mm. what it comes down to. Really? That identity thing is huge. Especially for like right now our generation i know man like it's insane but back to that like looking at looking for a definition just in the wrong places i think about how everyone's looking for god they just don't know it's him there he's look oh my god i'm weak bro no it's okay i'll fix it tonight um No, yeah. Everyone's looking for God. They just don't know it's him they're looking for. Mm, That's so good. Because I feel like 
everyone deep down has something inside of them. It's like a void. Right. I mean, I mean that's like the first song I ever made. It's called <laughs> right. Void. <laughs> Dang. What inspired that song, bro? I was just seeing a bunch of lost people, like mm-hmm. you said, and they were searching. They didn't know what they were searching for because nice. there's a void. Everyone has that void inside mm-hmm. them ever since the day they're born. So I feel like there's a lot. I saw a lot of people just going to like drugs, alcohol, partying, boys, girls, whatever it may be. They were looking for everything but what they needed to fill that void. And that's why I made that song. Yeah. There's a hole and I got to fill the void. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of forgot the way. <laughs> oh, me? I'm like, it's been a minute, bro. Yes. That's crazy. So, hold up, bro. Let's talk about uh, your music a bit more and, like, the evolution of all that. Right. You know what I mean? So, what, like, where are you trying to take that? How much have you feel like you've grown in the past, you know, two, three years? Uh, you know, matured, sophisticated yourself personally, your craft. Like, you know, just give us a little overview. Like, where you at? What you want to do? Right. I feel like I've grown a lot in terms of my music and my music composition because I feel like initially, or not initially, at one point, I started writing and making music that I felt like other people would like. And I wasn't making music that I necessarily liked. And when I, once I got to the point where I realized that and I started making music that I liked, I realized that it, it had like more substance to it. Facts. It sounded better simply because it was something that was actually coming from me and not what I thought other people wanted to hear. Facts. So I think when I realized that, that was like a very huge step in terms of just like growing in my music. No, that's huge, bro. And let me go ahead and I can't wait for the segment that we're about to have, the tweet. Oh, um, yeah. Because this is going to be fire. Because really? I'm actually about to find one that I saw yesterday. That correlates straight to what you just said. Hold up. Let me see. Uh, yeah, I feel like a lot of people do that. Like, even aside from music, a lot of people are living their lives bro, for it, everyone it's, else. It's so universal. Really? It's a principle across the board that people do. Let me see. Uh, uh, but yeah, low-key, uh, side, side note, I feel like... I want to make a new sound with my music. What do you mean? I was watching a T-Pain video. He has like a, a stream that he that he started on Twitch. And he was talking about how everything sounds the same these days. And like people always come to him with music and they're like, we already have a Drake. We already have, like this is something I've heard a thousand times. And I don't know, when I heard that really resonated with me, and I'm like, dang, I want to make a new sound, like something different that no one's really heard before. I don't know what that looks like, but I feel like that's something I, I really want to do. No, it's facts. <clears throat> no, okay, so this is the tweet. Um, it says, your mistake is that you're writing. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard trying like, to ignore it. Bro, I'm like... Adjusting my voice to like when I'm hearing it is weird. Okay, it says uh, the tweet basically what you were saying that you were writing more or less to be heard, you mm. know. And so that's what tweet says. It says your mistake is that you're writing to be read, but it's universal though. What, whatever, whatever you're that's doing, good. whatever you're pursuing, you're writing to be read. You're speaking to be read, to be listened to. You're, to I don't know, mm. drawing. Building businesses, yeah. institutions, brands, channels, yeah. personal identities, 
to be seen, mm. to be accepted. Your mistake is that you're writing to be read. That's so good. Even just the way that's worded. Yes, bro. It's fire, man. Just write to write. Yeah. Do you? You have to do you. Really? Do you? They'll adjust. Mm. Who said that? Drake. I don't know. <laughs> I can tell you. I don't know where I got that, that from. Good. But for real, do you? Do they'll, you adjust. they'll adjust. Really? At the end of the day, like you have to get to the point to where your worth and value as an individual is completely independent of their acceptance mm. or their yes really? or their praise or their you're doing great i know i, <laughs> so I, know. <laughs> real I talk. know real talk though like i'm straight and it's not being arrogant at all it's like yo i appreciate your love exactly. your appreciation and your support but i'm just saying i don't need that but to not feel worthy real talk and that mindset is what I feel like tears a lot of people apart, especially famous people that you see like in the limelight. Their self worth is definitely anchored to what people have to say about them, right? And other people's approval. So when they see the comments, it's mm-hmm. like, "Oh, I don't like this song," or "I don't like this outfit," or whatever they're doing, right? It's tearing them apart because right. their self worth is tied to all, like what other people have to think about them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, bro, that's good. <laughs> no, it's facts though. You have to get to a point where your self-worth isn't tied to any of that. God. It's tied to God. What he has to say about you, what you have to say about yourself. So if it's tied to him, what what's going to change? He's the anchor. Real talk. <laughs> if he's consistent, if he's the same yesterday, today, today. and forever, your esteem, how you perceive yourself and your confidence shouldn't be up here one day down the next mm. here one day mm. down the next up here when they praise you yeah down here when they criticize you here when they love you here when they persecute persecute <laughs> <laughs> he was trying to say persecute y'all. it's the echo it's like up. <laughs> but the next episode will be fire because <laughs> this i just it's tough bro like I thought I could do it, but I feel yeah, like now that I'm it's kind of hard. Like, it's, hard. It's, it's for sure difficult. It's getting to me low key. But uh, nah, bro, I'm about to just pull one of these real quick. Wait, what you about to do? Just take it off for a little bit. I mean, oh, okay. Yeah, it sounds straight. But um, some something else. Just moving on. Something else I wrote down. <laughs> so what I learned from the past year is that no, not not to be arrogant or nothing. But I cannot be ordinary, bro. Oh, facts. I already knew that, but it's sort of just like this past year confirmed that because I've been working a lot. Mm-hmm. I cannot do that <laughs> for the rest of my life. <laughs> and you, you experienced a little bit of it yourself. Oh, facts. You, just, you recently, yeah. Uh, got so a job just, or whatever. yeah. So just for context, I this this past year. Or really, at the end of <clears throat> my freshman year of college, I decided not to play basketball anymore, and so uh, a part of that was obviously the summer. Go- this summer, or you know, what I mean, this past summer, I had to get a job because you know they, I was about to yeah. live in this house and not be doing that. And, to get some and money. so I eventually I got a part-time job at um, CVS, and so I worked there for the summer. And it's really the first time I've actually had like a legitimate real job because every summer, you know, lo and behold, I'll be playing basketball. So I never really had the time to do it. 
And so that's really what he's referring to. And basically, like, during my time there, I just realized that it wasn't it wasn't for me, you know. And it, it's bigger than, like, you know, working, like, the 9 to 5 part or it's work that I didn't enjoy. It was more or less that I don't want to be in a space my entire life where I'm comfortable, where I don't reach purpose and I'm not sitting in or doing what God has called me to do. That's good. But you can go ahead. I, I, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's good. But, yeah, I just – no, not to – if that's what you want to do, like, if you want to work a nine-to-five the rest of your life, you know, get a decent amount of money, care for your family, settle down, retire. If that's what you want to do, cool, do right. you? But that's just, not, that's just not me. I just can't. Yeah. That's just something. I just can't be ordinary. I, it's just been confirmed this past year. It's just, it's like, man, I don't know. It's just, oh, man. Because I like, I'm trying to put the thought together. Because I've been thinking about that a lot lately. Like, just the said, like, not being ordinary piece. But it's not even, it's not being, it's not even being ordinary, like, comparison to someone else. It's just like, not living below potential. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think that's good. That's y'all good. y'all are y'all are afraid of hell. My biggest fear is not reaching or being who God's called me to be. Facts. I'm on my deathbed. I'm looking back 50, 30 years and I ha- and I'm saying, dang, I should I should have. I should have. Why didn't I? Mm. That that really is one of my biggest fears though. Just having regrets, being out of purpose at the end of the day. Yeah. Cause like, bro, like you only get one life. They stand to come outside. <laughs> I just had to get it out. It was stuck in my head. It was stuck in my head. <laughs> bro, like, you re- you really only get one life. You gotta live it, bro. Not for anyone else. No, I thought you were gonna say something else. <laughs> no, I was gonna say Yo. something else, but I totally forgot what I was about to say. <laughs> I lost all train of thought. Oh, wait. Oh, That's <laughs> if y'all saw that, y'all didn't see that. Um, no, nah, bro, what was I saying? <laughs> bro, okay, no, look, y'all. Okay, this is my point, bro. You only get one life, right? And so, yeah, like, why not live it to the fullest? You know, like, why live it being comfortable? Exactly. Why live it living below your potential? Why live it staying within, like, the realm of, like, security and knowing what's next? Like, all great things in life are on the other side of fear mm. or on the other side of I can't. <laughs> Ooh. Are on the other side of Ooh. this ain't this is this isn't for me. On the other Ooh. side of I don't really think I'm built for this. On the you, other side of mm, th- I, I I'm not worthy enough. It's all on the other, on the side, other side of there's always X. there's always gonna be a wall. Always always gonna be a mountain to climb. You yeah you can't grow without risk. Point blank period. Yeah it's that's, like if and like I know. A lot of people say this, but it's something that like I live by. Like, if your dreams aren't big enough, I mean, if your dreams don't scare you, they're not big enough. Mm. If you if you know off the rip what you want to do with your dream and how you gonna get there, it ain't big enough. It, and it's not, and it's not of God. Mm. God's never gonna call you to something that you can do without Him. Because mm. how does He get the glory out of that? Mm. Pastor Josh has said that this past Sunday. That's Tell me, good. how does he get the glory out of that? At the end of the day, he's always going to call. He always calls people to things they that can't they cannot do in their own strength. Right. That's how he gets the glory. It's that simple. So if it so that it's crazy how like universal our principle is, even like in a very like you know what I mean a context of the kingdom. Because if it 
if it's achievable, if it's something you can plan out and be like, yo, yeah, that's something I can do. That's something I can achieve. Yeah, that 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 looks pretty reasonable. Mm. <laughs> Whoa! Let me I tell you something there, yo. If, if that's Let, pretty reasonable, ooh. it's not him. Let me tell you, it's not him. It's not. It's not. <laughs> it's just not, y'all. I'm sorry. I know it. I know it. Hey, now I'm thinking about my dreams getting a little too reasonable. No, huh? let, me, me. let me dream. No, bigger. let me bro, dream. Bigger. Like, and that's crazy you said that because on everything I was just eating breakfast and I was thinking about that because I was thinking about because like uh, last night and everything I'm like just planning out the month and all that and the rest yeah. of the year's goals and like where I want to see myself. And I really didn't feel any like <laughs> fear. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I really didn't yeah. fear too. I didn't right. like. Um, really feel too concerned about you know what i mean the next steps and how i'm gonna get there i was kind of like it's just you know what i mean I'm but that could it. that could also looking at it a different way could also be a good thing could mean heightened faith no yeah that part but too also, it's just a mix of both yeah it's also a sign that you do also need to expand your ceiling no definitely yeah, yeah. so it it was a mix of both that's a, that's what i realized like when i was sitting there i was like more or less it really was just like my faith and what yeah. i know god's said spoken over my life and so it wasn't necessarily like huge anxiety about yeah. like how i'm going to get there because that's up to him right right so like god always gives you the what mm. the how is up to him yeah right always so if you get if if he's speaking to you he's giving you a word he speaks to you through like a prophet prophecy whatever and he's said like yo this is what's going to happen within your life don't worry about the how mm prepare yourself yeah right it's like you're gonna there's work on your side but god ultimately is going to work it out exactly because that's how he gets the glory he said you're going to have a house by next year and you have no funds right now to your name to really make that happen well stay diligent keep working and he's going to make it happen through Mm -hmm. him right you're going to get a call one day someone's going to be like yo like they just got a house for you or x you just got like a loan for like zero percent down or like whatever it is and that's God because you couldn't have done that. Mm. There's so then like that's just a small example, but on so many levels, like God's saying that yo, like in five or ten years, like you're going to be like called to ministry and doing this in the pulpit, and you're like yo, like I don't even know, I don't even like speaking to right. people. You know what I mean? Like I don't, <laughs> bro, I don't even. <laughs> oh my goodness, I can't even like talk without stuttering. Keep working. Keep working. Stay diligent and obedient to the next step he's called you to. In the next five, and in the next five years, you find yeah. yourself in a new city, getting calls and offers from different churches for you to be, you know, in ministry there. Yeah. Because and you're gonna look at it and be like, that's all him because I couldn't have done it myself. Mm. So at the end of the day, like, let's trust God, bro. Let's trust God. Trust God, bro. And it's gonna it's gonna happen like in his timeline, his will. Um, but it will happen. Yeah, that and that uh, that preparation part is also a very important part. That I feel like some people sort of like forget. Mm-hmm. So people, uh, how did I hear it one time? People, certain people rely on miracles too much. I heard that. I forgot who said it, but it was really. Oh, big. okay. I think I know where you're going. You remember that? Okay, so there's this video that I sent him, and it was basically management. No, no, no. It was. Uh, it was like. Um, I want friends that are Christians but are still realistic about how the world works. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good. So go on. Wait, hold on. <laughs> you were talking about people rely on miracles too much. Oh, right. Yeah, people rely on miracles too much. And 
what else was the uh, i'm trying to remember something i heard give me a second give me a second uh oh i think it was miles monroe that said it he was like god doesn't give you what you pray for he gives you what you can manage mm. and what say, you hold on hold on hold on hold up. say that again bro say that again I'm somebody gonna, needs to look them in their eyes <laughs> God does not give you what you pray for. He gives you what you can manage, mm. what you're prepared to handle. So that preparation, because we were talking about trust God, but that preparation part is also very important. Because if you're not prepared for what he's trying to walk you into, then you're not going to get it. You're you know? not. He, he, he's going to tell you the what, and you're not going to know the how, but you also need to prepare at the same time. That's facts, bro. That's if you crazy. Just, if you just sitting there like I'm waiting on the house, like it's, it's not gonna happen. That's crazy, bro. Like, like that's insane. Cause let me go ahead and pull this when up. Preparation meets purpose. What's yeah. the saying? That's facts. But like, yo, I I put this in my notes. Are you prepared for what you're asking God for? Mm. <laughs> Are you prepared for what you've been asking God for? Um, that's what it was. My fault. I'm interrupting you. Nipsey Hussle said. When 